My name is Mike Shepard. I'm a producer. I want to get to know the artists in my new community. This is A Thousand Meals with a Thousand Artists. I am a Ottawa-based photographer and filmmaker. My meal this week was with someone who is known in the Ottawa arts community as Lens. Lens is in that point in his career where he's kind of transitioning from the emerging artist to not only an established artist, but an established artist that's starting to expand his reach and the types of arts. Um, that he goes through. Um, through this conversation that we had, it was interesting that he's really been an established photographer for a long time. That has been his art form that he's not only most comfortable with from, from talking to him, but also it's this form that's been always a part of his life. And that he is, you know, if you were to define art forms, which is something that is interesting as a part of this thousand meals process that I've been doing is I've been starting to define artists. Are they students or learning and in that stage of developing their craft? Are they emerging artists where that craft development has already been several years in the making, but they're really just trying to emerge onto the art scene? Are they in that established phase where they've been doing their art, they've been paid for their art? Um, and are they, you know, someone who's in more of a mentorship phase, et cetera? And again, this doesn't have to be a, a necessarily a straight line as to where the trajectory of arts goes. But it's just something I've been thinking about the more these conversations I do, trying to think of of where, where, do, where did these artists fall? Um, and it's really interesting. I'm not doing that um, as sort of a... A necessity. I don't think it really matters to me whether I meet with a young artist, an artist who's a little bit older, their level of experience, how long they've been doing it, if they're paid, if they're not, etc. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, so long as they're practicing their art in one way or another, then as far as I'm concerned, they qualify. But we as a society, we have to admit, we, we like boxes and we like organizing and we like establishing lists and we like categorizing and we, we enjoy um, and have some sort of need to, to categorize. And for Lens, it's so interesting because he's, he's kind of this exact example that I always try to talk about with artists and with others when we have this conversation that there are... 7 billion people or so on the planet, then therefore there are 7 billion boxes <laughs> and categories and ways to, to organize and ways to list. And Lenz is one of those really interesting artists who, as I mentioned, he's established as a photographer, but is just discovering the passion and drive that, that he has for filmmaking. 
for directing specifically. Film has always been part of of who who he was as an artist, but this this new euphoria he feels when when directing is something that I can really relate to, and it's something that. I really enjoyed about our conversation and what you're going to hear is us talking about those feelings that come from just being part of the creation of something within arts, whether that be behind the camera, in front of the camera, it doesn't really matter. Um, So all this is to really say and to summarize that it was really great to talk to someone who kind of touched on all these different categories and all that went to kind of reaffirm that opinion I have that we shouldn't be putting people into boxes and categories and lists and that that's not as important to label someone and they can be more of a you know free-flowing individual who has a lot of different a lot of different things going on i think there's there's always those jack and jill of all trade terms well maybe a lot of people have a lot of different things going on and it's harder to categorize them because if you were to to talk about lens you would say for photography established artist paid professional great history of it, starting to mentor and teach and guide others through that process. In terms of filmmaking, an emerging artist who's just discovering their their passion for behind the, the, the camera. And so it's really interesting to, to look at those different things. Lenz first describes himself, um, as you heard, as a photographer and videographer and filmmaker, but really he he's a community mixer. And that's really what he wanted to be defined as in this project was he's a community mixer. He's building community. He's trying to get together with other organizations and other artists and, and for, again, for wanting to um, mix that together. And that is what Lens is doing. And it's really interesting. And, and I normally these openings are, I think, are a much more well thought out, just overview of the conversation. But for me, with Lens, I think, you know, he in listening to our conversation, he's inspired me just to, to rethink some of these things and to keep thinking about the way we, we forcibly define people. And I think it's so interesting, um, even in terms of this series, making, making artists at the beginning define their art, um, can box people in a little bit. And I think Lens is someone who is not only multi-talented, but when it comes to photography and film, it's not just about creating, it's about this sharing of knowledge which I really loved about this conversation. This is someone who's going to probably for the rest of their lives include younger artists and help them discover their passions and journey, which is really interesting. Lens and I uh, met at this really lovely place for for um, really shawarma, but I mean, Greek <laughs> Greek food all over the place, very garlicky, which is great for me. I, I, I love garlic, but I think that at the end of the day, this was one of my favorite kind of chill spots um, I've gone to a lot of great restaurants, but this one was really, really nice. Uh, so it was a really great conversation, and I do hope you enjoy our chat. And definitely look uh, for Lens. You can uh, it's spelled L E N capital Z and then small Z. You can check out all his work on social media. You can check out what he's doing. Sign up for workshops. Be a part of some of the great um, projects. We'll also make sure on our social media platforms to tag his platforms as well as he continues to launch his brand uh, towards creating these new interesting projects uh, like, like the initiative that he talks about in here. So I'm really looking forward to see seeing what's next from Lens, an established photographer who is really a community mixer. So it was definitely photography first. 
it started all the way back in high school, I think grade nine. I was part of this arts program or arts course. Just I needed an arts credit. Um, so yeah, I took it and we covered pretty much all sorts of mediums that revolved around art. So mm -hmm. that was like uh, sculpting, painting, watercolors. And I was like particularly excited to cover photography. And I didn't know why, but it was just the anticipation. Like, I was anticipating it out of every subject that we were covering for that year. You were like really excited for it even before trying it. You yeah. Just read yeah it. Okay. Like, I think, I don't know. That's it just really like cool. resonated with me when uh, she mentioned that. So yeah, once we started actually like doing like a projects revolving around that, um, I was enjoying it like a lot. And it led me to showcase them off to my teacher, which told me that I had like a really good eye for composing elements, I guess, composition, which I didn't know what that was at the time. She just said, you have an eye for this. You should really try pursuing it. So she it. said, you have an eye for composition. Yeah. And you were like, cool, but you didn't know what that meant. Yeah. And I was, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, okay, yeah. that's, I guess that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, I guess, I don't know. I was familiar with like what I was doing, like lining things up in like the left thirds of the frame yeah. and like uh, all sorts of things like that. And I was like, okay, that's, that's cool. Um, I ended up taking her advice, which was uh, taking a photography course in grade 11. That was solely based around photography. Like, there's, okay. we weren't covering anything else. Yeah. Um, and that was really good because it gave me a very strong foundation for my photography now. Like, it wasn't, there wasn't any style to it. It was just kind of like, okay, here are the functions on a camera. Here's your aperture, your yeah. ISO, and your shutter speed. Yeah. And like the basics. Yeah. 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 Um, so, like, the fundamentals. And I think, I don't think I think without that, like I wouldn't really be as as I am like right now. Or, really? Yeah. So that was really influential, like that. Definitely, moment definitely. Yeah. I definitely got to go back and like thank her. Um, you should. Yeah, teachers, should. Don't get, yeah. teachers don't get that kind of credit every once in a while. Like I mean, it's such a hard job. Like mm -hmm. I have the same thing. I have a teacher who, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be in like doing theater. Right. I would never have found it. Oh, okay. So it's kind of I kind of had that similar experience. So. Mm -hmm not really knowing what I was taking when I was taking it and then like becoming just enthralled in it. So yeah, yeah I think it's good. it's good to go back to teachers. Yeah. And I, um, I recently was able to found like the, the project book from, okay. <laughs> from that year. Really? Of, of like all the, Oh, you got to hang on to that. Yeah. That'll be, that'll mean something to you. Someday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I definitely like want to touch on that a little bit more. So it was like a nice kind of like, like memory, I don't know. Like my mom just recently like found it, and she's like, "Here, here's your like, here's your book with all the stuff you did in grade 11." And seeing that I still have the eye that that I had, like, like that I still had some sort, yeah, of uh, understanding of what I was doing back then. Like some of the friends, I'm I'm impressed. It's, yeah, it's it's weird to see where I'm to to see where I am now uh, compared to like yeah. back then. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It was amazing. It was, I don't really have a word to describe it, but to, to I mean, it sounds pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. Like the, especially to be able to find something like that mm -hmm. every, like looking back, you know, as the years go by, you look back and you can see similarities into the way yeah. you look at things or the way you frame things, especially like in photography or film or stuff. It's like, Oh, I'm seeing similar things. Mm -hmm. Like that's really cool. That's a really, so I know we'll get back to you being younger and, and kind of your progression, but I'm really interested to see kind of, what what it is you sort of are doing now like what what does right now look for you in your different art forms 
and kind of what what you're just doing in the community. Like I love your mind. Obviously, oh, you do some stuff with hot shoes. I like. But I don't know what you do. <laughs> I, like I don't know like what you do. I was trying to like line up all the different things that I've been doing at the moment, and like which ones to talk about, which ones I don't know that are still in progress. But you know, what? I'm I'm gonna just give you like like I guess the full scope of it. Um, do it. So I got to acquire my first two grants. Uh, I was really nervous about that. I've never applied for like any sort of, I don't know, uh, funding ever. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> grant, grant writing can be like, can be really tough and that's yeah. a game changer. Yeah. You can get grants. I was, I was super happy about that. Like, uh, Ben was just like, go for it. Um, and it was for a photography mentorship program. Very cool. Yeah. So I think the idea came from the like original work that I was doing, which is, that I think that influenced my choice a lot into like what I wanted to do with, with, with the funding. But also the theme was youth leadership for change. Like that was the right. name of the right. of the grant. And yeah. the criteria was doing something that had an impact on a certain community yeah. or that helped other youths. So that's how the idea was founded. And I just ended up building off of that because I was like, okay, I love photography. I like teaching. Um, can I teach photography? Maybe. So, like, <laughs> well, I like I like that I like that rationale. I really yeah. like that mindset. Like, I like teaching. I know photography. Can I do it? Yeah, <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, and it's been a great experience. Like ever since it started, um, the youth that are involved have gone so much out of it. Some of them reached back out to me saying, "Hey, I was able to apply the stuff that we talked about." Uh, from that one session that we had and, and like if I didn't have this I would have definitely like undervalued myself or um, I, w I wouldn't be able to understand like what I'd be doing wrong so yeah. being able to provide that for these youths at such an early stage in their career is yeah. very essential oh absolutely so yeah because I've, I've gone through a lot of like bad experiences and I'm really like grateful for those because it's taught me a lot about just the world of photography and like what I do, but it's been a lot more fulfilling since it's less selfish and not that it's a bad thing, but I think looking out for other people and being able to build other people up and show them that, yo, you can be um, in this position. Well, and you're building a community too, right? Like mm -hmm. in, in a way it's, it's building community by providing space for others and by working with them, you're building contacts and community. So yes, you're, you're right. It's, it's a, it's a less selfish way, but it doesn't mean you can't benefit from it. It doesn't right. mean you can't grow with that community. Like you're saying, mm. the things you learned about yourself mm. from doing that. Well, there you go. That benefits you as well. Yeah. Like there's, you can kind of, if you're going to, if you're going to benefit yourself anyway, I feel like we might as well do something with someone else because you're still going to benefit. Like you're still going to get something out of it. 100%. And like that, that makes total sense to me. Like you're able to clearly apply that knowledge that you're learning from teaching, which I'm sure you'll admit you've learned yeah. a lot from just oh. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot, a lot. Most um, people who teach say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So I wanted to touch on two things that you said. So, yeah, first learning that I can be a teacher, a mentor. Uh, that's something that I would have never thought of back in high school. Like, I would have never thought that I'd be doing something like this. You never imagined it. Never imagined it. Really? Like, <laughs> really? No. Um, and I've, I've told this to many people, like, in many different ways that in high school, I was like, okay, I'm probably just going to get like a normal job. It's just going to be. Like, I guess, like, general, like, nine to five, I'm, I'm not impacting anybody. I'm just kind of, okay, I'll, I'll make or, or do the job that I'm supposed to and then just go home, not not have a job or actually, I don't want to call it a job, but, like, a passion that affects a community, um, like, a, a certain demographic. I think that's, I think that's amazing. That's, 
that's so cool. And I've been fortunate enough to find other people that felt that. Yeah. That felt the same way. And it's crazy because we're just able to re relate off of that. And I'm all for kind of just putting people on uh, to like opportunities, people that they, people that they can meet to potentially create something awesome. So. And I think it's like that thing you pointed out, connecting with other people who also have that goal. Mm -hmm. It makes it so much less isolating. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, like when you're working towards a goal and you find people who are as committed to it as you are, or they're really interested in it, mm -hmm. it, it builds that community in a way of like, well, now you're building other leaders who can go and lead with you and it's not as siloing. You don't have to do it alone. I like, yeah. I like the word leader. I like building, building leaders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you have, to, I think you have to do it. Cause again, as someone who is coming to a new community, mm -hmm. but wants to produce and create arts opportunities, I, it would be foolish for me to do it alone. And I've already done that. Like when I started a theater company, I had help and support, but I really siloed myself to being like, well, I'm working the hardest and I'm going to plow through. Yeah. The mistake that I made was not realizing that by taking that extra minute and helping to build leaders around you, even if they don't have the same skill or interest levels you do, but if you can encourage it and help bring it out of people, you can build something stronger. And that's the mentality I'm trying to take now is partner, partner mm -hmm. with people, find people who yeah. want to do things with you. Oh, we have similar goals. Let's try and do something together as opposed to trying to do it separately. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of, you naturally just seem to have fallen into that, which is fascinating. It's yeah. <laughs> it just happened to you organically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always trying to like look out for opportunities where they could benefit. If there's events that I can't take as a, as just, I guess me just doing like my business like yeah. with, my branding, then I'll send it their way and see if they could benefit from them. It's taught me a lot. I've gotten the opportunity through photography, and that's why I think it's such a strong foundation. And like, I guess it was destiny. Like, I don't know, like straight from like that program back in grade <laughs> yeah. nine, yeah. Uh, towards let me now with the people that surround me and the community that I'm in. Uh, being able to like take photos for a living is honestly not a dream that. I, I think would come so soon. I feel like I would have. <laughs> I feel like I would have had to wait a couple more years till that was actually a reality. And why do you think you thought that way? I think it was the circumstances that, at the time. I was just like, okay, I'm, <laughs> it's definitely gonna be a couple more years till people start like recognizing like my work and reaching out to me just on a kind of constant basis. I think that's just like that was me then. That was me then. I, I can't really control how I thought back then. No, right? no. So. No. It's just interesting, that mindset. It's not uncommon. Mm -hmm. It's just interesting to talk about where that comes from, whether that's outside influences, internal influences, the way people view the arts. I mean, I don't think, I think most people, when they when they have like children or friends or family who like enter the arts, it's mm -hmm. like, okay. But the idea of starving artists is still like a thing yeah. that people talk about. It's always nice to meet people doing it for a living because mm -hmm. that's there's so many people out there who do. And I think there's this perception that it's impossible. Yeah. And constantly or constantly pursuing like whatever like I guess their medium is. It's I'm able to connect with these people easier than any other like I guess demographic or person. Um the hunger that they have for like what they do is really like contagious and I can really appreciate that because like I'm I'm in the same position. Um yeah. a lot of these people just rely solely on 
under art to I guess like make like a living I found that really inspiring because like I want to be at that level um, believing yourself can be enough that's it believing in yourself can be enough to to just change like your surroundings and I think that's it's not a belief that I don't know if, if this makes sense but it's not a belief that's tangible I guess like to most people it's like just believing yourself like what that's crazy but if it's gotten me this far if it's gotten me an interview with you you know talking uh, at this restaurant and helping you through photography then i don't know i i don't think there's any like more proof yeah and and i think like it's so important being a young person who went through the arts like it was very important that not arts just like anything whether it be sports or the arts anything is i think crucial for development as a young person some people aren't interested in certain things like sports growing up i was never good in any of them i did them but I was never good at them. When I found the arts, it was like that became my after-school thing. That became the thing that I would do. That became like a hobby that turned into more than a hobby. And I think that it's so crucial to, to be able to keep that lens of, I'm going to work with you, and I'm going to keep that as part of the journey. Because a lot of people might just be like, oh, yeah, now I'm a professional photographer, and I just do these exhibits, and I do this and that. Yeah. But the fact that you're willing to, to spend time working with young people say like oh we can find your passion too and we can make this kind of work for you i think that's great like i think that's that's crucial because we need we need more yeah yeah um, there's definitely like a stigma around that like when i first entered like the auto like creative scene it mm -hmm. was like through one event and then i met a couple of artists there and then had like a domino effect into just me discovering like this whole like branch of, of just like talented people like yeah. in my city yeah and they've been like pillars and they've been They've been like very essential to me, like believing in myself. It seems to me that it's a community that has a lot of filmmakers. Now, I don't know if that's just because with doing this series, when I meet a filmmaker, they introduce me to another filmmaker, another person. Like almost every artist is giving me like, oh, you should talk to these people. And they're usually within the same field. So I don't know if I'm just in a loop of filmmakers but there just seems to be a lot of filmmakers i don't know if that's your experience if it's just a vibrant community or i can definitely yeah i can definitely attest to that <laughs> there is a lot of filmmakers yeah um, a lot of them are very guilty of not sharing their work and i and I, I, i've heard this too yeah <laughs> yeah that's no um, that's so interesting there's there's been a lot of people that i've met and they've shown me stuff that they've worked on and it, and it never just sees like it, it never sees any eyes and i'm just like why are you keeping this away from us and not even in film festivals not even like not even like on their page or, or anything like wow. that it's just <laughs> like you're doing such a disservice to yourself well yeah um, even youtube <laughs> right like you've got you've got these free services to upload things like i'm, mm -hmm. just, I'm surprised they wouldn't yeah yeah but i think just share your work um is kind of like my model um, i did like a piece about it just you don't know what you're holding out on, like what opportunities mm -hmm. are out there if you're just to kind of like show a little piece of yourself, which can be very vulnerable, right? But of I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of important things that can come um, that you will think yourself like later for down the road. Don't you think it's worth the risk? It you is know? like 100%. Yeah, just to just, and it is, it can be vulnerable, it can be exposing, mm -hmm. but the like the connections you can make, the other, um, people who can rally behind you and create something new and like just sharing it. I think it's, I, it's so, to me, it's worth the risk. The sense that you get or the feeling that you get after 
saying that's a rap. Oh my god, I, I can't explain it. It's, it's, I think few people honestly would understand unless they're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's something yeah. that like, and when I was watching like Cole Bennett's videos, I would celebrate too. Like I, I was just, I was like, wow, that's like that's such a great feeling. It's yeah. like I'm almost there. Yeah. Um, but actually getting to to, to to live that, I don't have the words to describe it. But um, and I think. I think that's honestly fair because mm. I, th- I a lot of people who who've experienced that and I've experienced the feeling mm. you're describing. I know exactly what you're talking about, but it's so hard to put into words. It's mm. this it's this feeling of such joy and release joy. of of sort of tension as at the yeah. same time, and you've accomplished something and something's finished, but also kind of beginning in a way because mm. post production is going to take over. Like there's that feeling of of we we did this thing that seemed mm-hmm. monstrous and we did accomplish it. So no, I, I totally yeah. get it. And I, I think other filmmakers and theater people and, and artists would understand exactly what yeah, you're saying. Like, yeah. Everybody just comes together at yeah. the end of the day. Like, yeah. I feel like it hits different after all. Like, I don't know. It hits different at night, I feel like. I don't know, because our second shoot day, like, it was it was pretty dark. It was, everyone was tired and hungry. Like, we're all just like waiting to go home. And then um, those words speak such volume and like they hold like such in that in that scenario yeah there's nothing like it in my opinion i i agree with you it's honestly it's what keeps a lot of people coming back Mm -hmm. to arts in general is is that sense that feeling recapturing that because i think it happens on multiple projects as long as you don't burn yourself out and you still enjoy it you'll every time you do a project that feeling will return Mm -hmm. which is what yeah it's kind of what makes it special what so in the what's what happens with this film like in in that same vein of sharing your work and stuff like where where does this film go i obviously it was if it's a mental health thing is first specific project i assume that mm-hmm. people were working on will you see will you have a chance for people to see it at this point in time or is this just inspired you to be like now i'm gonna make more like yeah. where where does it go and if we want to make more and i can sense that yeah. if you had never if you had answered anything else i would have called you a liar like i'm pretty sure you're gonna make more movies <laughs> no i i want to like after that um there were people that were reaching out it's like yo i love like every like bit of like whatever like we did like yeah like that, that whole production like you being a director and like kind of like making people you know feel good and like checking on people like i want to be a part of that it's like I've never acted, but I want to be like an extra. Um, which actually, I, I love this really major part. It, this is probably like the highlight of like the whole project itself. So, the second day, um, we we, just, we decided to shoot a scene at uh, U Ottawa. Okay. In, in one of the, like, I guess, in, in one of their classrooms. This whole thing was based solely on chance that the classroom would be empty because yeah. like nobody had booked anything. Yeah. Right. Of course. So we ended up finding this empty classroom uh, on like the U Ottawa campus, and as we're as we're setting up in that classroom, uh, the people that I guess were like in charge of catering and like helping out were in real time recruiting people like students that were just on campus just to fill the classroom in for like this one scene and we ended up getting a full classroom i think 20 people yeah. like that were just willing to give up their time to come and do this and i'm just like that's like that just i feel like that's just like the incredible power of like art it, it's like sure. like how it can just for like sure. how it can just like bring people in like that like, i don't know because like any of them could have just said no or like we could have gotten just like five people yeah but all these people were just like hey i want to be a part of this yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and after that, like, people were like, hey, um, you need an extra? Or I act like a little bit. Reach out. <laughs> um, I want to be like on set. Like, I don't know like what roles I'd be doing, but I just, I just want to be there to help. And I was just like, yeah, for sure. Um, what you think the future holds, and that can be the immediate future, the future for the next couple of years. But like, what, where do you see yourself going? It's always interesting to look at those goals and like mm -hmm. what, what you want to accomplish. Yeah. Um, well, one thing that I've been meaning to start is this thing called the initiative. And I want to brand what I'm doing with the program under that and more programs to come. I want to collaborate with uh, a bunch of my other friends that do different mediums of art. Yeah. So people that make clothes, uh, I, want to give a, I want to be able to find grants to fund maybe like a short program so they could show you how to screen print or make clothes mm. or make, uh, make jewelry. I have a lot of friends that like do so many cool things that I'm like, I want you to be in the limelight. Like, I want you to be able to be confident in writing grants. Um, I want to shed knowledge on what I've been able to learn from yeah. what I've been doing. Because I recently asked people if they thought about or applied for a grant. And a lot of them said they thought about it but never did it. So I want to be able to um, have, resources, have resources for them. Or I guess me, myself, like be a resource for them to go to and be like, hey, I need help. Uh, and getting this grant um, and potentially just make, I guess, the initiative, which is like, I don't know what it is yet, or an organization, something, but it's the name that I chose for this uh, project that I'll be developing over, I guess, the coming months or, yeah. or years. Yeah. And I think it'll be some like, I don't know, um, workshops by the community for the community. I don't know. Yeah, cool. like, it's a very cool idea. Yeah, there, there are obviously like similar things to that. Well, and I think but, as you you're saying, you're at the beginnings of developing it. There's no reason why it's not going to change and develop over the next couple of months. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. But you've got a nice core idea centered around sharing the things you've learned. Yep. Knowledge sharing. These are the things I've learned. This is how I can help you get you more spotlighted and give young people opportunities. Yeah. Because I think that that's. That's important. That's one of the things that I, no matter what I do, I always want to continue to offer those kinds of mentorship opportunities for young artists mm -hmm. so they can then take the same steps that I was able to take. Like, I think that's very cool. Mm -hmm. A Thousand Meals with a Thousand Artists is a project of Soul One Arts Inc. Produced and edited by me, Mike Shepard. Original music by Savannah Shea. Thank you to this week's artists and the local restaurants who host us. For more on A Thousand Meals with a Thousand Artists and Soul One, please visit soulonearts.ca. If you're an artist, feel free to reach out to us on our website and connect for your own meal. Thank you for listening.